Hi, this is Mish Hancock, and you are listening to Mishmash, a place where I get to talk to the weird, wacky, wonderful people of this world, people I adore and want to know more about. Today, my guest is Dr. Marty Casey. Dr. Marty is the founder and arts director at Show Me Arts Academy and the CEO of Ungun Institute. Both institutions utilize art as a way to heal communities. Hello, Dr. Marty. Hello, Mish. I so love your tagline. I I am. I'm the weird and the wacky. And I love it. <laughs> I know we are weird and wacky, but the, here's the amazing thing. We're weird and wacky in a good way. Yes. We, we are here. We want to see positive change for our world and our communities. And sometimes we got a little, we got to get weird and wacky to make it happen. But that's, I agree. that's cool, right? <laughs> It's so cool. It's so we need t-shirts, Mish. I hope you have t-shirts. Okay. Oh my God. Now I can just hear my friend Rochelle, my friend Rochelle Brandvine, who's a PR specialist. I can hear in the background going, I told you to get t-shirts. I told you to get mugs. I told you, I told you. I know. It's like one of those things that for whatever reason, I'm just not moving forward with. We'll get there. But oh. all right. So tell me, like we met, gosh, it's it's been a long time. And you brought along some of your kids from the Show Me Arts Academy to the TEDx stage to sing for us. I still, one of my most favorite memories is at that time, it was my co-founder Steve Summer's birthday. And the night before, do you remember you came out singing happy birthday to him? And it was, well, come on, that's your voice, ma'am. Oh, it's, it was so beautiful. It's one of my favorite moments ever. Oh, wow. That that makes my heart smile. Well, yes, I do remember that moment. And I definitely remember the opportunity of having the children take the stage here in St. Louis. And that was truly an amazing moment for my organization as well. The way that you highlight individuals in St. Louis, Mish, I just want to, before we get into this interview, can I just personally say thank you Thank you for being who you are. Thank you for sharing your gifts and talents and making it available so that we can also share our gifts and talents. That truly matters in the world. Oh my gosh. Okay, my day has been made. <laughs> my day has been made. Everything's gonna be awesome today. I can feel it. Oh, thank you. And it is, I mean, St. Louis, yes, we have our issues, but We've got a lot of amazing things going on and you're part of it. So, so tell people about Show Me Arts. Tell us about, un, I am not familiar with Ungun. Okay. Yeah, I wanna know more. So tell us. Well, absolutely. Well, you know, they both kind of go hand in hand. So I'm glad you're asking this. Show Me Arts Academy was uh, founded, if you will, after the unrest of Ferguson. I immediately understood uh, what was happening. I, I you know, in, this, in the terms of, Oh my goodness, these children are witnessing something taking place in their life that they may not ever witness again, but it's going to land on them on the inside and possibly have a very negative impact. So how can we um, how, how can we counteract that, get ahead of it, if you will, with something positive? And so I thought about my own personal life. I happen to come from, and I'm very open about my, my, uh, my life because I've even written a one-woman show about it. So I take it to the stage. That is my way, if you will, of releasing uh, negative energy. 
So in the in the process of doing that, when I saw what was happening with Ferguson, I said, these babies, they're going to need something to to help them to release this, to not hold this in their minds, their body and their spirits. And so um, it had been on my mind for about 10 years to create something like Show Me Arts Academy. But, you know, we always have all the excuses. Ah, Not enough money. Maybe I don't have enough support. Other people are doing things like that. Well, maybe I shouldn't. You know, I'm not the one. And no. It was meant for me to do. And I called on other individuals that I knew that I had uh, been working with over the years in the arts. And uh, they all were like, Marty, that's an awesome and an amazing idea. Yes. How can I help? They volunteered their services and they uh, donated money in their time. And we created Show Me Arts Academy. And it was something that was needed in our city at a time such as that. Then what I did, I auditioned for a special group of children because I wanted to kind of follow a specific group of children and not just offer classes, free classes to individuals all around the metropolitan area. So we went a little bit more specific and we pulled together 20 children that uh, came from 17 different zip codes in our metropolitan area. Now, for those who are listening outside of St. Louis, let me tell you, that's a really big deal because the first thing people ask you in St. Louis is, where did you go to high school? Because we're all about our personal community. And that somewhat kind of tells us in a in a not so in, in a not so evasive way of where you come from or how you were raised. So I said, you know, I want to dismantle that. I want to pull children together from 17 different zip codes to let people know in this city, it doesn't matter where you come from or how you were raised. What matters is what brings you together. The music and the stage and the poetry and the DJ engineering. Those were the things that brought children together. They are still a brilliant idea, man. (laughs) Well, and wait, but, and, and here's, you know, this just came up in conversation. You and I both know Josh Levy yeah. and, and Josh and I were talking about how people, um, you know, say that St. Louis is a big, small city because you know, everybody, but Josh and I were talking about the only reason why we think we know everybody is because we have like our little groups of people that mm-hmm. all hang out with each other, Yeah, you know, cause I mean, I go out to dinner or lunch or something. I don't know those people in the restaurant. I couldn't tell you who they are, Yeah, you know? So I don't know everybody. I just know the people that kind of travel in my pack, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And so it, I love this idea of let's get our different zip codes to start hanging out with each other. Yes. And it's so healing. Yes. That would be, that would be a big part of the healing. Absolutely. So I just want to share this little part. So we raised money for these children so that we could give them an even bigger experience outside of their own backyard. So it was one thing to bring them all together, but then we wanted them to experience something together. So we took them to Washington, D.C., New Jersey and New York for them to do pop up concerts. I never announced where they were going to sing next. I took them to truck stations and to train stations and to um, the Lincoln Memorial stair steps and, and uh, Dr. King's uh, memorial. And they sang and they made the world stop and listen. They heard the baby's voices. And the reason that I did that 
is because I wanted them to understand the power of the voice. Your words matter and words have power. And when you put them in a musical form, it be, it becomes inviting to all. And so they saw that firsthand and every last one of my babies, I'm so proud to say this about my Show Me Arts Academy children, which is under the name of Spreading the Love. Every last one of them, Mitch, are still doing something in the arts. None of them have ever been suspended from school. They've gone on to college. They are just, I mean, you name it, they are thriving and doing the very best, uh, and, you know, artistically. I'm just, I'm a, I'm a proud surrogate you mother. Should be. <laughs> well, and you help them to channel their energy in a positive way, which yeah. is so important, right? Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, we, we have energy, we need to be doing things and to teach someone how to take that energy and channel it into something that's really positive and beautiful that brings joy to others. I mean, Oh my gosh. Thank you, Dr. Marty Casey. Thank you. <laughs> my pleasure. So now that brings us to Ungun. Yes. So when I saw the outcomes of those children and they were already talented, so I didn't, I won't say that I <laughs> helped with that. I just, you know, planted a seed and gave them an opportunity to share their talent. But what I wanted to do then was challenge myself on an opposite end and say, could I have the same impact? with children that may not have had such a positive structure in life. So I created Ungun, which is a formula or system, if you will, uh, to help individuals disarm trauma. So I wanted children who have already been through something extreme, not just the unrest of Ferguson, but maybe in their own home life, um, they could have experienced things extreme as, as that I'm seeing out there. I love this, that we are, oh, you're back. Hello. Hi. I was still here the whole time. I heard you the whole time. Oh my gosh. Maybe I went out. I thought maybe yeah, I you, went you went out, out for a minute. No, I've right, been here. I'll make a note of that for the podcast, please. <laughs> All right, well, let's, so we were talking about undone. undone. And that's so I went to the, I went to the Sorry. extreme with, with these other children. And I tested the system in the uh, St. Louis Juvenile Detention Center. And the what I witnessed was mind-blowing to me because I saw children who had come from a, a very disturbing background. Some mistakes were made by them in some cases, maybe some situations of, of how they were raised and, and the communities they lived in landed them there. Whatever the background may have been, the bottom line was this, the arts changed them. It changed them instantly. And when I witnessed that, I knew, okay, I have something. Now, I separated Ungun from Show Me Arts because the missions weren't quite the same. And that's when Ungun Institute became its own um, LLC. And then Show Me Arts is still the nonprofit, uh, but they do kind of still work together in the community so we can serve individuals better. 
But when I tell you Ungun Institute has blown up, it has become a global initiative. And I'm so excited about all of that and how it is showing up and helping families to, um, to undo the trauma that they've been born into. And I'm one of those families. I'm one of those right. individuals. I'm one of those troubled children. And so when I was able to ungun myself before I gave it a name, <laughs> I knew that I had something and it was like, if I could just bottle this up and figure this out a little bit more. So I have, I've worked closely with, um, with trauma doctors. I've worked closely with psychologists. I've worked closely with, uh, individuals who have been in therapy their entire life. And that along with the, the God given, um, experiences, I bottled this all up and we've created Ungun. Oh my gosh. Yay. And I mean, it's so necessary and so needed. I'm, I'm very excited that um, we're starting to have bigger conversations about, you know, what happens when you're a child, the trauma that people experience and how yeah. that shows up in your adulthood. And what does that look like and how to heal that? I've been watching a uh, called the me you don't see mm. and she's talking to like prince harry and lady gaga and people that are bringing you are saying yeah you know i've got mental health issues and i i can't hide behind it i have to heal it and let the rest of the world know that this happens you know yeah. so and i love the conversation of Instead of asking, why did you do it's what happened, what happened to, you? to you? What happened? What to you? happened? That is so it's so simple, but it, it but it is the way that it lands. It really does matter how we frame things. And so um, and I, I am also happy that there's so many, you know, trauma informed organizations and businesses, businesses now that are showing up. And we're talking about this because that's part of that's been part of the issue, specifically in uh, African-American communities or what have you. We we did not grow up talking about our problems. What went on in the house stayed in the house. And you, you don't talk about that outside. You don't go to school and telling them that, you know, whatever's happening in your home, your father's an alcoholic or, you know, your mother's abusive or whatever the case may be. You don't talk about those things. So we've learned how to suppress it and we've learned right. how to still show up in the world one way, but behind closed doors, we were emotionally you know, going through so much. And in the white culture, it's almost the opposite of that. You know, going to psychiatrists and psychologists, that's almost like it's a, it's a given, like it's your birthday. So now you got to go, we got to go get you checked out. And, <laughs> you know, yeah, but, and so, but it, it did finally get there, right? It didn't used yeah. to believe me, but it did finally get there. But I don't, you think it would be a good idea for us to, when we're born, we get our physical doctor, we all get that. But how about we also get a mental health professional started in it's our life? So, it's I mean, so important. it's a part of the let's body. Normalize it. It's a normal thing. It's so, so you know, when the child is three and four, I mean, even, even children that don't grow up with trauma, like necessarily, like, you know, parents are, you know, they got it together. They're, they're growing up, whatever. They're still going to experience trauma in some way. Yes. There is still something that's going to happen that they're not going to be able to understand. That's going to freak them out. 
And if they don't eventually figure it out, you're going to get stuck. And, and I'm sure you've seen this. I mean, I've seen adult people that revert to, I mean, they act like a child in the middle of an argument or something. And you're thinking, yes. what happened at age eight? You're, you're acting like an eight-year-old. Yeah. What happened at age eight that you still have not processed that you're showing up this way? So what I you call know? that, Mish, is trauma bullets. Because there's some events of something that's taken place in your life that you didn't see coming. And, and you got hit with that, if you will. And those trauma bullets are now being lodged inside of you. And it's still holding on to that hurt and pain that's associated with that event. So through the ungunning, that allows us to go in, identify exactly, because we trust your subconscious. I don't know what you've been through. You don't know what I've been through. So uh, taking a person to the stage, that's how I do this through the ungunning. That's where my, my artistic background comes in. I allow them to go to the stage and it's just them and the spotlight is on them. And with a series of questions, it allows them to start talking about those things that's been very difficult for them to talk about that they have suppressed inside right. of them over the years. And then all of a sudden you start to emotionally see all of these things ungun. It just comes out. It, it, it comes out and it frees them instantly. You're this making me cry. Instant. This is so beautiful. And when you witness this, you will be like, oh my gosh. It is an instant gratification of people letting go of the things that have kept them bounded and, and just, um, you know, hurt for so long. And oh to see gosh. them free themselves. I do a, co I do a collective uh, workshop. And so... Think about all of the things that we've been dealing with collectively when we turn on yeah. the, do, oh, the news, yeah, right? Right. We don't even have to name it. But the, all of those different things that we all have seen and witnessed and we felt some a charge from, what do you do with that? Where do you actually place that in your mind, your body, and your spirit? So doing a collective workshop allows you to come in this space with other individuals who have also seen the George Floyd um, incident, seen the insurrection, yes. seen, yes. Uh, you know, uh, how the Republicans and Democrats are fighting back and forth. We've seen it all. So we come in there and we ungun together because hurt people hurt people, healed exactly. people heal people. Exactly. And, and you allowing these people to tell their story, that's a huge part of the healing is giving it voice, saying it out loud. Saying it out just, loud. You've been shoving it down. You've been shoving it down. You know, that does not do good things for you, for your mental health, your physical health. That's going to show right. up in terrible ways. So how do you, I mean, that alone is so healing. But, you know, we're, we're at a time right now. And actually, um, I see an acupuncturist and she was telling me that one of her clients is a psychiatrist and was saying mm -hmm. that she had done some studying on pandemics and that after pandemics, violence rises. Yes. And that's where we are right now. I mean, we're seeing it. You know, I live in downtown St. Louis. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You know how sad I am right now for what's going on in our city. Go to Shara Jones. Come, I love Tashara. I'm like, come, yes. come on, Tashara, come on. But um, <laughs> but then you know, it's it's all these cities are experiencing violence is just rising like crazy, and part of that is because of what we've gone through. You haven't had an opportunity to ungun. You have to get yes. rid of that. You got to right. get rid of it. 
talk about it. Say what's going on. <laughs> and talk using about. the arts is the way to do it. It is definitely the way to do it because I give people an opportunity, like I said, to go to the stage. And then from the stories, we help them to take the, the meat of the story and write a song from it. I literally teach them how to write a song. Oh, and then, awesome. <laughs> and then from there, I we, want the album. When are you coming yeah, out? We with take, the I know it's, uh, <laughs> you, you would be amazed in the music that has been produced. It has come out of I, there. You would be I amazed. Expect it to what, be amazing. Isn't that what music is? Music is stories. Music is the experience yes. of what one has had and you put it with with a beat that's speaking to your your body so again it's all connected the mind body and spirit is what i call your team that's your a team and they work together but when your a team is not working together that is when you know that you have been triggered by some trauma you may right. see something, smell something, touch something, and, or somebody says something, and all of a sudden, your body is reacting to that. You may go into shock, you know, and it's, it's showing up in your body. You can't even speak, but it's in your body. Right. And so you help people identify what triggers them. So when I walk them through this system, all of those things, they find out so much about themselves in such a way. Mitch, let me tell you this. Let me tell you what just well, happened. They become aware. They become they aware, become which aware. is amazing, which is but, a but huge thing. Beyond the awareness, it's about doing something. You can't yes. just be aware and then just say, I know this, and then you don't do anything to follow right. up. You have to have the follow-up. So this is why, how the system works and it helps individuals to do that in those stages. But I want to share this with you. I just trained uh, five trainers uh, around the country in Bath, Maine last week. While we were I know there- you were, I'm going to Maine. Did you say, I was on Facebook. I saw like, you hey, say I'm going to go I there. I did not get a chance to respond, <laughs> but let me tell you, I'm going to send you some highlights of some places. Yes, that you thank you. Oh my gosh. It's a beautiful, magical I'm place. I'm so excited. And you should be, because it's amazing. Uh, and I will be back there in October doing an in-person workshop for Ungun. So wow. after you go, you may want to come back in October. But let me tell okay. you what happened. While we were there with our trainers, and here we are embarking up on our last uh, day um, of training. One of my trainers, who happened to be my assistant also, she received a phone call and she comes back into the room where we were all, we had just finished uh, eating lobster dinners and having a good time. And she comes back into the, the room and she was froze. And she says, I need help. You literally could see the trauma on her. And my team sprung into action. All of the things that I had been training them on, on how to identify it, what to do next, how to assist. Aww. They sprung into action to help her. We um, needed to get her on the very next flight that we could get her on to get her back home because her husband wouldn't tell her the specifics of what has happened because he didn't want her flying with, with the information. But he told me what had happened. And the unfortunate, here we are in Bath, Maine, working on Ungun, and Ungun deals with the extreme of someone's uh, hurt and pain could be from a car accident all the way to the extreme of gun violence. And what she was told when she met with her husband in the airport is that their son had been shot and killed. 
oh. the night before. Here she is all the way in Bath, Maine, doing the work. Doing the work, dedicating her life and her service to doing the work to train so she can help others with these type of traumatic experiences, yet she couldn't escape it for herself and her family. And here my trainers had to spring into action and do all of the things that I just trained them on just days prior. But what I wanna share with you, the reason I'm even sharing this is that I want you all to know two things. We didn't have to call an ambulance and send her to the hospital to get her calmed down. We were able to service her through the techniques of Ungun right there and get her safely back to her family so that she could receive the news that she received. And within hours of her husband breaking that news to her, she called back and she said, Dr. Marty, would you please allow me to go on FaceTime to talk to the rest of the team? And these are her words. She says, I want to tell you all, no matter what, don't stop. Do not stop. Continue. Because if it was not for the training of what I just experienced with Ungun, I don't know if I would be able to stand here right now and call you all. No To tell you how I'm feeling. I sang at her son's services on Friday. And they put him away in the most beautiful. They had a service, a memorial service at the park with a big balloon release. And and it was just beautiful. And to see her leading the charge and seeing her standing on her feet, was she hurt? Yes. Was she crying? Yes. She was all of those things. But because she didn't allow it to become a trauma bullet and become lodged in her body, She was able to still express her emotion and release it back out into the atmosphere and not hold it. Because again, I say, hurt people, hurt people, healed people, healed people. That's incredible. You have to share with people how they find you because that story alone is going to want to make a lot of people find you. They can always reach us at ungunginstitute.com. We're also, we have a Facebook page and they can call the phone number 314-518-5508. We offer uh, personal five-week sessions and then we do collective workshops. We have a collective workshop coming up in July, July 9th, 10th, and 11th. The uh, slots are, are moving fast, so I, I highly recommend that you, uh, if you've been listening and this is speaking to you or someone in your family who can really use this system and these services, I, I highly recommend that you uh, reserve your spot today. And we will That's have incredible. an in-person workshop back in Bath, Maine, October 15th, 16th, and 17th. Incredible stuff. And amazing that you were able to, I mean, I, you, you were able to give her the tools she needed to process everything. I just, what a gift. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I mean, if it did not work, I truly would not be coming out publicly everywhere, here and there, all around the world. Well, of talking course, about. <laughs> yes, but, but it works. It I mean, works. you have figured. But when, 
But when someone else can tell you how it has assisted them in real time, that's when you really, really can see the value of something. No kidding. I have oh another. Oh my gosh, I so honor, I so honor you. We, so we only have a few minutes oh, left. Oh, sure. And I want to ask you, I'm going to take this in a little bit of a different direction. Okay. I'm going to ask you some questions. One is, do you sing in the shower? <laughs> you know what? I do not. What? I, I do not. My husband doesn't sing, but he sings around the house in the shower and everything. Every, I think people who really don't sing, they find every time, every place they can sing in the car, in the shower. But people I, who I do. Been singing if you saw me in my car, you'd be like, oh, she's just singing up a storm. I'm thinking, yeah, I yeah. sound great. Oh, no, I don't. No, but people who really <laughs> sing, you know, for a living, I've been doing that since I was 12 years old. And so that's a part of who I am. No, I do not sing in the shower. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. That's really interesting. All right. And then I'm going to take you back or maybe there's now, but I mean, when I was a kid um, and I would watch certain movies or something, and then I would have to like mimic how that person dressed because I want it to be like them. Did mm -hmm. you ever have that happen in your life? You're like, I want to dress like this person. I did, but it was my grandmother, believe it or not. My grandmother. Oh, I love that. Yeah, my grandmother in my mind is still one of the best dressed women I've ever seen. Um, I compare her to like Jackie O and Michelle Obama or what have you. And my grandmother is Ooh. deceased, but she, the, her style, she could sew. She uh, would go to Saks Fifth Avenue and see something, may chose not to buy it because of the price tag or or whatever the case may be. And she would go and she would sew, she would sew it and show it to me. And I'm like, oh, you went back and purchased it. She was like, no. I found the material and I made it. And so oh, that's my awesome. he had, yes, she she taught me how to go thrifting. I've been, I've been, I called it junking. Back in the day, we called it junking. So <laughs> I've been junking since I was 10 years old and I'm 50. So for 40 years, I've learned how to go and put my eye on something, the quality of the texture of the clothing. So yeah, it was my grandmother. I love it. Oh my gosh, that's even a better answer. <laughs> so you 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 share with the one thing that I always ask people, but you shared this with us. But let's let's we only have a few minutes. But sure. I just want to know, like, what other act of kindness has there has there been an act of kindness that's been given to you lately? Because you're giving a lot. Oh my goodness! Wow. Well, thank you for asking that. I I I really feel like the fuel that I've been given to show up to do things is because others give to me often. I, I really do. I, and, and because I, I think it's, it's all about the give and take. And I want to share this real quick. I know you said a few minutes, but I have to share this. I was just with a, um, a good friend of mine. She's an indige indigenous leader. And she said, Marty, just come here for two days and rest cut my cell phone off. And I did that. And right when I got ready to leave, I found a feather, like a chicken feather on the ground. And I got ready to pick it up. And grandmother Silver Star said, no, no, Marty, don't ever pick anything up from the earth or anyone except anything until you give an offering first. Always right. give before you receive. She says, so say a little quick prayer for that chicken who released their feather. And that feather may be lost and it still means something to them. And then you can pick it up and you can have it. And so I want to share that with the world. If we just stop and give an offering back to the world first, to people, 
into things that we find on the earth, the trees, the bees, the butterflies. Give an offering first before we take. I believe that it will continue. The cycle of life will continue to replenish. Oh my gosh, what a great way to end a podcast. (laughs) This is an amazing lesson. Thank you for that. You know, I'm all about prioritizing kindness and it amazes me how I continue to learn how to be even more kind. I continue to learn how to just, there's, there's no ceiling on this. You can keep leveling up on your kindness. You can. And I'm telling you that right there has really given me balance in my life. So before I receive, if you notice when I came on the podcast, before I allowed you to give me this opportunity to speak, I wanted to make sure I thanked you first. Oh my gosh. Thank you. Dr. Marty, thank you so much. Thank you for everything that you are doing on this earth. It is, wow. I'm very honored to be in your presence. Thank you, ma'am. I am honored to call you my friend. Thank you. No kidding. We are friends. <laughs> and I hey. and I thank my mentor, Ed Reggie, for introducing me to you. Yes. Oh, my God. Ed, and I think he lives down here. I, I've got to reconnect with him. I think he lives no, downtown. No, he actually That's moved right. out to my area. What? Where are you? Yeah. Where? What's your area? I'm in Florissant. You guys are in Florissant now. Yes, he. Well, yes, he has. A I'm waving place. to you from downtown. <laughs> well, we are. We can always visit, no matter what, right? Awesome. Yes. Yes. Okay. Because it's about wall. mixing the zip codes. Remember? That's when right. We mix the zip codes. We become one. <laughs> I love it. Thank you, Dr. Marty Casey. Thank you so much, Mitch, for having me. You are a blessing. And we will catch up soon. Oh my gosh, you're such a blessing. And everybody out there, you've been listening to Mishmash Podcast. So think about what Dr. Marty shared with us today. Remember to be thankful. Remember to give before you take something, uh, even from the earth or wherever. Just remember to give first. Have a great day. Thank you all. 